Welcome to Hear Hoover on our second season. Hooray! Our podcast crew includes Lily, Jocelyn, Avery, Brayley, Vivian, Alyssa. Thank you for joining us on our first episode of season two of Hear Hoover's podcast. On this episode, we are doing interviews with former Hoover students who are now at West High School. Hi, I'm Vivian Galloway. What's your name? My name's Charlotte Getman. And what school do you go to? I go to Waterloo West. So, um, how's high school going compared to middle school? Um, I enjoyed both, obviously, and I love the teachers at both schools, but I enjoyed middle school a lot more, actually, just due to kids showing their true colors when they get to middle, I mean, high school, and as you grow up, you'll notice that. But I think they've both given me great experiences, and I'm glad and blessed that I was able to go to Hoover and then West. Um, so, um, what are, is it challenging being in high school, and what kind of challenges are there? Yeah, I think high school is definitely a lot more challenging than middle school from my own experience, but I think as you grow up, you get more opportunities and you build connections, and the connections that I made when I was in middle school, I think, have helped my high school career through basketball and just academics academics in general has just been a lot easier due to the connections I've made over the years. That's great. So um, tell us more about um, basketball and what you do in that. Yeah, so I've played varsity basketball ever since I was a freshman, and I played for Dr. Pappas, so that's been a challenge in itself, but it's taught me a lot of really valuable lessons, and I get to work with young kids in the summer, too. So tell us about that girls' basketball camp in the summer. Yeah, so I am, since I'm on the varsity basketball team, I'm able to, I work it um, for a whole week in the summer. I work it with young girls in like elementary and middle school. And it's been really cool because I went to that camp myself when I was really young. And so it's cool changing roles and now being the role model, role model and the person teaching people instead of the one learning. Well, thank you for interviewing. Have yeah, a great day. Thank you. Hi, it's Alyssa here with an interview with Callan Nelson. So how are you today? I'm doing great today. How are you? So I'm good. How's senior year so far? Senior so far, it's been uh, pretty okay. I mean, uh, we're winning all our football games. Not a lot of volleyball games, but I'm having a good time. So what's one thing you miss about middle school? One thing I miss about middle school is uh, it was a lot smaller, so I knew everyone a lot better. It's a lot more random faces in high school. Yeah. How's it running the Wahawk Nation TikTok page? It's a lot of fun. I get a lot of publicity, but it also comes with a bunch of people yelling at me in the student section asking me to interview them. Yeah. So... Do you do anything else interesting? Uh, I play baseball, and I, I get to lead the student section, so I get to wear the overalls, and that's that's pretty fun. That's nice. Um, do you play for West? Yeah, I play for West. Okay. And then what's one thing you would share with the kids in middle school now? Uh, do everything, every activity possible that's available to you. I mean, don't sell yourself short. and Just have fun with it. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye.
Vivian. Lillian. Lily. Can you please introduce yourself? Oh, hello. I'm Darcy Little Badger, and I write books, comics, stories, and I used to be an oceanographer. So what in your culture inspired you to be a writer? So a lot of the stories that my mother would tell me, uh, stories that had been passed down for many generations in my, my family, uh, who, who are Lipan Apache, uh, involve heroic people and animal people, and they're just really cool adventures. So I think hearing those a lot growing up made me really want to be a storyteller as well. Okay, so uh, what do you like most part about in your writing career? I'm proud that I even finished books, honestly. <laughs> like sometimes, uh, especially with this last one where it takes place in the 1970s. So I had to do a lot of research about then because I wasn't alive then. Um, sometimes it can be difficult, but also once I accomplish a book by finishing it, uh, it just makes me like really proud because <laughs> uh, I did not think I'd be here Uh I wasn't just three years ago. I didn't even have any published books. So now it's really cool to have three of them. You're very successful. Thank you. <laughs> um, how do you like being an author? Oh, it's it's actually my, my dream career ever since I was a child. I think it was the first job that I wanted to do. Like in preschool, I wanted to be an author and a paleontologist. Uh, I did not end up being a paleontologist, but after a long time, I finally did uh, become an author. And I also like that I get to choose my own schedule a lot of the times. I'm definitely more of a night owl. So I wake up late and I work into the night, like 4 a.m. I go to bed. Uh, I would I couldn't do that when I worked as a scientist. I had to wake up at, you know, go to my nine to five. Um, but it's also really neat that I get to to meet people from all over, not just this country, but I've even gone um, to other countries or met people from other countries who read my books. So I think it's just the connections that you can make with readers are some of the coolest things about this career. And now I finally have a chance to do that. Have you gone to many other schools other than Hoover? Yeah, so I was published in 2020. My first book came out then, and my second book came out in 2021. So for the first two books, a lot of the school visits were virtual. Um, since then, however, I have been able to go to a few schools like Kincaid and Houston, and of course this school here, Hoover in Iowa, which. Uh, by the way, I used to, I went to elementary school in Iowa, so it's really great to come back here. Uh, and I hope that in the future, I'll be able to do a lot more. So tell us about more about your culture, like tribes. Yeah, so I'm Lipon Apache on my mother's side. So on my father's side, I'm Irish American, um, but on my mother's side, Lipon Apache. So I am enrolled with our tribe. And of all the Apache groups, because there's different types of Apache peoples, um, there's Mescalero, there's Hickoria, and so on. But we are the, the group that went the farthest south. Um, so for several hundred years, we've been living in the area that is now known as Texas and northern Mexico. So that was our traditional homeland. Um, and much of my family still lives there in areas like McAllen, Texas. And yeah, we're our, our name is, is from the word the light gray people. And I think we got that name just because we would use kind of like clay-like sunscreen and would make the skin look a little bit grayish. Um, and it's a pretty cool culture to be part of just because we have such a rich history of, of knowledge of the land in Texas. Like I'm able to go to Texas and I can just uh, notice like sole, which is like this purpling flower. I was like, oh, I could eat that. Um, but also our storytelling culture is pretty rich, as is our our understanding of things like ghosts in the underworld, which I, I do write about a lot. 
So your favorite genre is more of a fantasy type? Yes. For writing, my favorite thing to write is generally like fantasy or a little bit weird. Um, my favorite thing to read, though, are, are scary books, so like horror books. And I usually keep them separate because I feel like I'm more of a horror fan and a fantasy, like as my career. And that way I can be a fan in, in one genre and a writer in another genre and keep them a little bit separate. Sometimes I do write scary things and oftentimes I do read fantasy as well. So what do you think the best part is of like what mm. you do? I have to say the best part is that I'm able just to focus on creating stories and like uh, the fact that I'm paid to do something that I really genuinely love is I still can't quite believe it. I'm like, it's been three years and I'm still like, what? Uh, I get paid to write stories. So that's got to be the the coolest part. Um, but like, as I said, I, uh, just the ability to share my stories with others, like at a, at a widespread scale um, is huge because that's why I write. Like I, I don't just write for myself. I, I write because I want other people to be entertained by the stuff that I'm creating. So that's been cool. So the students at this school are reading your book. So what's that called? What is it about? Oh, Tell yes. About um, so the book that y'all are reading is called A Snake Falls to Earth. And it's a bit of an unusual book because it's told through the perspective of two different main characters. One of them is a human named Nina, and she's from a near future version of Earth. She's She actually lives in Texas. And the second main character is this cottonmouth person named Ollie who lives in this world of other animal people and monsters and there's like magical things that can happen there. And at first it seems like the two characters are just in completely different worlds. They have their own lives, their own stories, but near the middle of the book, Ollie uh, and his friends, including like coyote sisters, um, a, a Tanner's Hawk and let's see who else comes. There's a mockingbird. Anyway, they, they all go up to earth and they meet Nina and the two groups actually help each other save their friends and family uh, so it's been called something called indigenous futurisms. Um, so it's not quite science fiction. It's not quite fantasy, but it's a little bit of a mix of both. Uh, and I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, we are. Oh, thank yeah. you. It's really sweet. What would you tell kids who are interested in becoming an author? Oh, definitely. I, I just want to emphasize that if you love writing, if you love any type of storytelling, you know, short stories, writing comics, writing books, it can sometimes be a very difficult career um, to pursue. There is a lot of rejection involved, which I talked a little bit in my in my little presentation uh, in the mornings. But um, for me, it took 10 years of continuing to write, continuing to take the rejections. And eventually I did find success and my books were published. So I just want to emphasize not to let setbacks, not to let disappointments um, crush something that you love. Just be strong and keep keep writing or keep creating art in, in whatever way you want to, uh, because that's what makes you happy. And someday, you know, just keep fighting for it and someday you'll get there. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you, three. Those were great questions. It was so wonderful to meet you. episode's quote is perseverance is failing 19 times and succeeding the 20th by julie andrews thank you for listening to hear hoover